Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Castlin from Always Acting Up Podcast. This is the podcast where we chat all things entertainment industry, tips and tricks on how to better your career, tips for success from individuals who have already achieved it. Uh, this episode, we are going to be talking all about shoddy contracts and getting yourself into jobs that maybe you wish that you didn't, stock photography, and so much more. Before we do so, um, I have to give a shout out to all of you guys who have been following along on the podcast and blog. As you know, I could not have done it without you. So a quick round of applause for you. You guys are the best. Okay, I am joined and I am so excited because I have not only one, but two guests today. And this will be my first episode in a long time with two guests. So bear with me if there are any struggles. I think it's going to be awesome because we have a really, really great conversation today. So I have two guests. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about them because it's pretty exciting. My first guest, she has a supporting role on the Hallmark Christmas movie, Holly and Ivy, which I think is coming out maybe this year. Maybe this year. I'm not sure yet. It came out two years ago, but I mean, it's it Psych. plays all the time. <laughs> Psych. Two, two years ago. Co-stars <laughs> on the Oprah Network's Queen and Sugar and All Black TV's Craig Ross Jr.'s Monogamy. Woo-hoo. She has been in several national campaigns and created and starred in two, not one, but two web series, The Dating Games LA and The Bench. My first guest, everyone, welcome Adrian McLean. Hi. Ooh, you got another <laughs> applause. Thank you. I was, I should have asked you before because I know I see you all the time, but I'm like, did I actually say your last name correctly? Yeah, you said it right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, welcome, Adrian. And of course, we have another guest today. We have a let's see, she has a lot of a lot of things going on as well. Co-stars on BET's 20s and ABC's Station 19. She is uh, the metaverse girl in Facebook's meta video, the 2022 Super Bowl commercial with Jerry Rice. She does have a podcast of her own. Everyone, welcome my second guest, Crixel. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> Crystal Gix. Did I see that right? There you go. Welcome. Now, I I did ask Crystal how to say her last name, but I feel like I butchered and botched that. Crystal, how do you say your full name again? Crystal Gicks. You said it right. Oh, okay. I did. I just couldn't even say your first name properly. So that's where we had a little bit of struggles in the first place. Well, thank you. How are you? How are you ladies doing? I'm so excited to have both of you on this podcast. Yay. You're excited to be here. I'm very excited. excited. I should say. (laughs) yeah we had actually chatted about doing this podcast quite a few months ago but you guys know I I always have delays everyone's schedule's busy and we are finally making this happen and so I think we're gonna have a really great episode Adrian and I have a ton of conversations about the industry all the time and I was like you know we need to like put this on a podcast because some of the things we talk about I'm like how, how do we know this? How did how did I know that? How do you know this? How did this happen? Like, so I'm I'm glad we're we're finally here. And um, Adrian was telling me that Crystal actually has a similar story. So I'm gonna tell you like one of the jobs that I did, and 
I just got to, I'll tell you guys about it. And I, I still think it's crazy. Chris, I know you have a similar story. Adrian, I recently saw one of your campaigns while browsing the internet the other day. I was like, hey, this is you. Which, by the way, I've seen Adrian in like a couple campaigns all around town here in Las Vegas. <laughs> so it is really cool going back and being like, hey, I know her. I know her. I know her. And that's the cool thing about here in Vegas. Okay, so I have to tell you guys, I, I did this job one time and I was on a roll with like booking jobs. And I was like, let me just, you know, it's another job. I'm on a roll. And I went on backstage.com, which I did just do a backstage.com review. If you guys want to check that out, you can check that out on my YouTube page as well, which is I think Castlin Rose. I don't know. Type in my name. It's a YouTube. You'll find it. But I did a review on backstage.com because I used to have an account. I kind of still do. Anyways, uh, there was this job and they were looking for actors to do like quick little testimonials. And I was like, oh, well, I can do this at home. And all I had to do was create a very quick video and say like a couple things about why I like this. Um, what was it? This gaming thing. I I like this gaming. I won so much money, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, it was all BS. It was made up. I didn't actually, I've never played it. So it was 100% just lip service and talking. And I submitted it. It took about five minutes or less to create. I submitted it and they went ahead and said, you know, this has been accepted. Here's your hundred bucks. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And I'm all excited because I was like, dang, that was like the easiest hundred bucks I've ever made in my entire life. It took three minutes or less and I didn't have to do any editing. It was literally me just talking to the camera about why I love this game, you know, like a couple sentences. And they did they did send me a contract, but obviously I didn't read it because I'm like, that's oh, a stupid job. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to see this because honestly, most of the time you don't even see the projects that you're in. So I just figured like, eh, whatever, like, mm, just do it a hundred bucks. And then before you know it, I am getting DMs from everybody all over the world. I'm talking Brazil, in Germany. I'm talking all over the US. People, hey, I saw you. Hey, is this you? Spotted, tagged. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe that this is like a worldwide thing right now for like three years. I'm not even talking like a quick like six months sort of thing. This was like three years of me and this silly little testimony that I made a hundred bucks for all over the world for years. And I made hey, but, but here's the thing. It's, at least it was only three years. Like, like did yes. the contract say three years? I don't know because I didn't oh. really read it. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was on me. And I was like, I cannot believe that this is still airing. Like I, like it got to a point where I was like, um, you know, I guess it's done. Nobody's, I haven't gotten a, uh, a spotted message in a long time, but apparently, yeah, it was still going and going and I think it's done. But people would be like, hey, so did you actually win any money? And like, I don't know if I was actually able to be like, hey, I've never actually played this game before. I was literally a hired actor. So I had to kind of keep quiet about that. So yeah, that's my story. I know, I know you guys have some as well. So you got me please boiling. Share. I'm so boiling. I'm not right the now. only one. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm literally boiling because that happened to me um, when I first moved back to L.A. this last time. 
you know, you're doing whatever you can to survive. You're doing background, you're doing audience work, all the grunt work <laughs> that you don't want to do. And when I first got here, I auditioned for some really low paying gigs. Now, when I was in Houston, I came from Houston, even though I'm from California, I was making 10 times, you know, four times the amount. But when I got here, I started submitting myself on LA casting and I submitted to this hair, uh, this hair tool project. And it was supposed to be a testimonial. They'll have me come in, they'll do my hair and I'll just talk about the product and they'll pay me $150. Well, I came in and I did it on Valentine's day of 2019 and it took off like wildfire. I've had probably about a total of 8 million views <gasps> on this project. Oh my God. Across all platforms. Oh my God. They said that they were going to tag me. They, they said that they had the rights to my social media handles and that they were going to use them. I was like, cool, I'll get exposure. It's $150, but I'll get exposure. Um, and, you know, they'll give me a hair tool. Perfect, fine. I do it. I had to do my own hair. Well, I had to do my own makeup and I had to, you know, wash my hair and everything. I had to bring my own wardrobe and I had to get myself there. And they, they cash apped me or Venmoed me the money before I left, like talk about ghetto. So in the, in the contract, it said that it was in perpetuity. Oh no. Yeah. So you can still find this project. They, and, and even I was in such a tight spot financially, you know, that was gas money for me. So mm -hmm. they asked me to come back two weeks later and I did, I was like, oh, this is exciting. They like me. I'm going to get exposure. I'm going to do this. And I came back and they straightened my hair again. And they gave me the same amount of money. They didn't even feed me. They didn't even offer me water. Yikes. And they were so nice. You know, they were so, so nice. Um, and then they had me come back. Well, they, they, I said, you know, my video is doing so well. I said, I've got, you know, 4 million views here and I've, 2 million views there and 400,000 views over here. And, and people were tagging me. It was the spotted thing that you were talking about. Like that's the only reason why I even knew it was out because people were like, Oh my God, Crystal, is this you? Oh my God, look at you. Your hair is so luxurious and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh wow, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> and they did, they hit me back a few months later. I was like, okay, they're going to hit me back. But something struck, you know, struck up in me. And I was like, you know what? You need to ask for more money because Mm -hmm. you're in the millions of views now and they didn't even use your handle like they said they would. And so, Oof. yeah, nothing. I didn't get the tool. I didn't get uh, the handle usage or anything. Cause everybody kept saying, you know, we want to know who this girl is. Who is she? Who is she? And so I would like be in the comment section, like, Hey, it's me. Like for whatever reason. So long story long come June, they hit me back up and they said, Hey, you know, you, you did such a great job. We really love you, blah, blah, blah. Um, we wanted to know if you can come back in on Tuesday. And I said, actually, I can. However, you know, given that my video's done so well, blah, blah, blah. I was wondering, you know, if we can bump my pay, you know, because it's it's done so well. And they were like, oh, um, I said, you know, I've, I've made 10 times that amount for gigs, you know, on average at, at the bare minimum. And they were like, oh, we don't have it in the budget. I was like, you guys can't even do Lies. half of what I'm asking. And they were like, no, sorry. And I was like, okay, well then just, you know, hit me back when you have a budget. I never heard from them again. Wow. Never heard from them again. And they're telling me that they ha didn't have the budget 
and I sold out all of your product. <laughs> they were back ordered for months because oh of my, my videos. Back ordered. Wow. For like so 150 anyway. bucks and they couldn't even give you one? And the product is 150 bucks. A pop. Mm. And they yeah. sold out and they were back ordered. And you're telling me you couldn't give me more than what the price value of the, the product was for wow. my testimonial? Is it still circulating? Is it still out and available? It's still on the internet. It's still on the internet and never so often they'll put a video out and it'll, it'll be the same video. And so it's just racking up millions and millions of views. Um, it's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Facebook is what really took off. I mean, the shares, the amount of shares. And then they had mm -hmm. me lie. Who was that? That was, uh, you said you'd never played the game before, right? Never played I had, it. I didn't, I didn't know what type my hair was. They were like, oh yeah, say you're 4C. And I was like, yeah, I'm 4C. <laughs> and <laughs> everybody was ripping me in the comments. They were like, girl, you ain't got no 4C hair. But I didn't know. I'm just doing what they told me to say. You know, most of it was legitimate, but that 4C part was not, I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just doing what they told me. But anyway, that's my horror story. That's one of my horror stories. Wow. And you know what's frustrating about that is, you know, like per million views on YouTube, it's like $10,000 per like 10 uh, per like a million. It's like $10,000 or something along those lines. Plus the products that they're selling off of you. And you're like, wow, you couldn't even give me one. Like at minimum, you couldn't even give me one. Did you, did you have a, con you did have a contract for yours, correct? I had a contract. I read it in perpetuity. Can you explain what that means in perpetuity? In perpetuity, those are two words. Um, Listen up here. This is where this is where you got to pay attention. In perpetuity means that they have your footage and can use it forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. Forever. Meaning in 10 years from now, you could be a famous actor. And if you did some scummy, um, you know, plumbing company commercial they can re-put it out and just capitalize on the fact that you your famous and your famous self had done it with them 10 15 20 years ago they'll put it back out they have ownership of your image and your likeness with their product or service forever and they can put it out as much as they want or however little they want and you only get paid what you got paid yeah that's really hard and it's hard because as actors, we're like, ooh, a job, ooh, exciting, mm -hmm. like, ooh, something we get to, like, put on our resume and have footage. But it's like, was that a hunt for me, 100 bucks, for you, 150? Like, was it worth it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. and it, it jeopardizes a lot. Adrian, you have a similar I don't know if how similar it is but I know I saw your campaign everywhere and you were like yeah this has been around for a little yeah, while but I think I think mine's a little yeah I think mine's a little different though and I think and I, I so I will say like the one that one that you brought up I think that's a little different I mean I like it's a five year I thought it was two years it's a five year um so I was like okay it's five years but I I mean I did not get paid 100 bucks so so I am okay with what I got paid um the fact that they've been using it a lot it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, like it, it, it paid a real bill. It didn't pay gas money. It paid a real bill. So I'm okay with that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you know, the new actors, like that's the trap that, that is, that is the trap. They will get you that, that first few years of you acting and just trying to like, just make a living and just wanting to get more footage and just wanted to feel like, you know, you've done something. Those contracts, they say in perpetuity, mm-hmm. they like, like that's the first words. I mean, especially if you have an agent, like, and they're sending you stuff. I look, if it says in perpetuity, I'm done. Like we're good. I don't even care if it's a couple thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? It depends. It really depends how bad, um, like what it is. And if I think I can do it, like if you have an in perpetuity and you're doing like maybe like a local Ford commercial or a local Toyota commercial and it's in perpetuity, like they could literally, as, as Krista was saying, they can literally use that for the rest of your life. And then you can't do that Chrysler. You can't do that Honda. You can't do those things because now you are crystal geeks, <laughs> you know, headlining, like doing all these things, but Ford, local Ford in Houston or whoever that was, you know what I'm saying? They can be like, look, we use crystal geeks. And it's like, well, yeah. And again, has it ever happened? I've never heard of that story particular hap- Like I've never heard of that happening to someone, but like the guy from Shang-Chi where it's like, it's like, he didn't do that campaign that, that that's going everywhere now that he was in Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he did a basic photo shoot. And so now it's everywhere, you know, so it can happen. It just, it's just, it's just, is it, is it worth it? Yeah. We're definitely going to talk about, uh, Simu, Liu from Shang-Chi and a little bit in stock photography. And I think that's a good point that what you mentioned is like, here's what you have to think about when you're doing something like that in perpetuity. If you are doing a commercial for Ford and they lock you in for Ford, you can't do anything else because why would Chrysler, why would Chevy want to work with you when you've already branded yourself and you're associated with this other company because you're no longer a uh, a Ford user or whatever. You don't, you can't mix it back and forth. You can't be representing two competing ba- brands at the same time. And those are some things like I would have never thought about when I was younger. I would have just been like, sign me up. I want to do it all. But yeah, for something that's l- like local and regional, you could jeopardize yourself from a huge national campaign where you could be making four or five times, six times what you were paid for those smaller regional projects so like those are things like i would have never thought about at all but i think it's really important to classify what you were saying in terms of regional versus national because especially a new actor you might not understand like you might be living in houston you might be living in vegas you might be living wherever and so this local company you know finley uh john hughes whoever that owns this particular um branch of a car company, right? In in your local market, they are now asking for your image. And so they are the ones that are doing it. It's not on the national level. And national level for people that may not know, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. We're, and and what we're also saying is people like Flo, you know, who's doing these insurance commercials, she's getting a check every single time that commercial runs. If you're doing these local regional commercials, you're only getting that one check for the day that you were on set and it's done. It's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you need to understand the difference between these two things. There's 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 union contracts that you're getting a check every time it runs versus you got paid one day and you will never see another check. Yeah, I, I wanted to piggyback on that, which was also taken into consideration if it's not a commercial, if it's a an industrial 
for industrials, you can do something that's exclusive or excuse me, not exclusive, but in perpetuity, because why? No one will ever see it outside of those within that business or company. No one outside will see it. So it's not in competition with Ford or with Honda. I did take that into account with the hairstyling tool because the likelihood of me actually doing another flat iron or pressing comb or any type of straightening tool was very unlikely. Like I knew I'm not, Revlon's not going to hit me up and be like, Hey, and I'm going to jump to it because I don't straighten my hair like that. And I'm a, I'm a naturalista. So even though I do like to wear my hair straight, I'm probably not going to do a Revlon commercial for hair like that. So I took that into consideration. And so along with understanding what the difference between, you know, a national and a regional, also understanding that a lot of times you can get away with doing a perpetuity if it is a, a, um, an industrial because mm-hmm. no one will ever see it. And you could just take your 1500, 2500, whatever they're paying you and you can go on about your day and you don't have to worry about that. But those are, those are special situations. And that's a lot of times how a lot of actors make their money when they're not, you know, super big and busy on TV. So that's also a good point because a lot of projects, uh, companies need them for like internal videos that mm-hmm. are used maybe for training. Like I did a project for another car company. Um, I'm not going to say which one, but I did it. And it was just for training purposes for the specific brand. And nobody is ever going to see it unless you work for that company. So for me, that was worth it. And, you know, I also was thinking about it. And I think it's something to consider as well. When we're talking about national versus like local and regional here, you know, I've talked about on this podcast a lot. I do live in Las Vegas, so it is a smaller market. However, it's still saturated, but it's not nearly as saturated as a place like Las Vegas. I'm sorry, uh, LA, New York, Chicago, Atlanta. It's not nearly as big. So there's something you have to think about as well is maybe you don't want to put your face on a brand for the hopes of maybe getting an opportunity to be on a big, I guess we're just keep using Ford to be in a massive national Ford commercial later, but the chances of getting an audition specifically for that Ford company or for a national is much more difficult. So I think there's like a balance you have to try and find in there as well, because there are so many people and it's almost like your stars have to just align to even get those big national commercials. So it's like, do you want to take the smaller project now or do you want to cross your fingers and hope to get the opportunity later? I think that's something you may have to consider as well. I don't know how you guys think about that. I I don't I don't know if this is okay, but I sure. can't disagree with you about that. I mean, I think I think that if you are an actor and you are you are you are really pursuing this cuz we've all met people who are just like, "Oh, I just kind of fell into mm. this." Do you know what I mean? So we've all met those people. Um but here's the thing, if you really do think that this is something that you want to do and you do want to get into those larger markets, it's it's happening. And the other thing I think that's great about especially post-pandemic or just or just like the the pandemic has opened up in some ways and please you know they're understand like there's two sides to this coin but the availability of the smaller markets i mean i know for a fact there was a huge ford campaign that was actually shooting in texas and it was it was aligned with like the nfl and so they were casting out of los angeles and in texas markets and i had have a New Mexico agent. And so I got my audition through my New Mexico agent in Texas. So 
I can't, I don't think that we can just say that like, oh, what are the chances of you, you know, like doing like John Hughes's Ford, you know, commercial in Texas, but then having a, you know, being up against a national commercial, mm -hmm. it's very possible. So again, just, just be aware of the brand that you are aligning yourself with. And for me and, and to any new actor, the first thing you should look at, we're all gonna look at the rate first. <laughs> like we're all gonna look at the rate. Then look True. at the usage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rate, then usage. Those are the two things you need to look at immediately before you say, yes, I'm committing to this audition. And if they're not aligned with where you are as an actor or where you are, you know, where your goals are, then those are the things that you should think about. If if you're just, oh, I was doing this as a side hustle and this is whatever, mm -hmm. then fine, then do that. Because you probably aren't trying to become the next Denzel, the next True. Viola. You know what I mean? Like, that's not your goal. But if you say, I want to, if you even say, I just want to have one line on a TV show where I give so-and-so, you are on the path of trying to do something bigger. And so maybe look at those two things, right? Yeah, the they, they are um, shooting in Texas a lot, like big nationals. I had a friend who shot a few nationals with the new State Farm guy and he's got, you know, he's SAG now and all this. Is other this stuff. Jake? And his Jake from State the, Farm? The new, the new Jake, the new Jake, the, oh, the younger black Jake. guy. So, but oh, that's yeah, not yeah, my that's friend. Like... My friend, my friend was in the video with him mm -hmm. and, you know, he's getting checks regularly every quarter because they're still airing. Um, I also got my national this year out of market. I wasn't here in LA. Yeah, I was, it was in San Francisco. There's, there's hardly any SAG union work up there, but um, I got my, my commercial there. And I also had to waiver like, okay, it's a, it's a, it was for DraftKings, this online gaming and, and um, what do you call it? What are you guys doing? Sports betting. Gaming. Yeah. Gambling. Sports betting. Yeah. Gambling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the betting, the online betting or whatever this, it's so new. So me doing a draft and DraftKings is like the, the king of it all. So the, the, the odds of me like running into an issue were, were slim and it's a national commercial. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to take it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then also last year I had an audition for one of the largest um, insurance companies. And then I got a call back and I got pinned and I, you know, needless to say, I didn't, I didn't shoot it. I didn't book it, uh, the whole thing eventually. And a few months later, my manager at the time goes, oh, here's another audition. And the audition was for something else. But one of the usage thing, one of the terms was it was going to be under uh, car insurance. And I was like, no, I had to cancel. I had to like decline it because I'm not going to risk my, I'll say what it was. It was progressive. I'm not going to risk getting my progressive booking for Joe Blow. You know, mm -hmm. it was smaller. It wasn't paying nearly as much and it wasn't national. I'm not going to do that. Like I'm holding off because if I got to a callback, I know they'll call me again. Yes. Especially if you got that far the first time, like they know you, they, they liked you, they wanted you. They're probably just, there wasn't enough, enough, uh, roles available or any, anything yeah. could have been in there. Yeah. Friend and myself, we both got pinned, uh, and they were doing like several commercials, different takes. So, um, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to ruin one opportunity for something smaller so yeah it's crazy like these are things you have to kind of think about like getting the audition like any audition sometimes is like a big win because there's so many people who submit for these jobs I mean I'm talking like thousands you guys think I'm talking like hundreds I'm talking thousands sometimes are all submitting for one role 
in a commercial or a job. So to get the auditions, it's like, oh, yeah, I made it. And sometimes then you're like, oh, but maybe this is not the right fit for me. I'm going to have to decline at this time. So, yeah, just just things to think about that, you know, you might want to consider so you don't get locked into a job for a hundred bucks that goes viral worldwide. Hey. <laughs> or four years long and, and you can't use any competitors or do any, you know, commercials with competitors or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you're mentioning YouTube and like millions of views. I did a, um, a video, like I don't even want to talk about it that much because I don't want you guys going on there and like researching it and finding me. <laughs> But I did this one job one time and it has about 4 million views as well. And I was hosting it. I was like a little sick that day. I wasn't feeling so good. So the tone was off with what the contents of the video was talking about. However, it's one of their most viewed videos ever. And it's got like 4 million views. I kid you not. And the entire comment section, which is like 3,000 comments, I am not kidding, is trashing me about how terrible I was, how awful I was. This bitch is crazy. She's so rude. And I was like, thank God they didn't tag me in this because I don't need this. I know some of you guys are going to watch this and like go and try and find it or whatever it is. But it was like, man, like, and they don't want to get rid of it because with 4 million views, they're making money all the time off of this video. And again, I probably made, uh, I remember, Remember, it was like $20 an hour. So I probably made 60 bucks. But it was at the time um, where I was like, yeah, I need I need to exposure. I need to gain my footage. I need to learn how to do um, hosting and green screen. I need the material. Um, just not thinking about things of that nature. I mean, I'm talking the entire comment section is just trashing me. So that's fun. Anyways, let's chat. <laughs> let's chat about stock footage. Well, you know what? I thought I was like, let me ask them to like take it down because this is so embarrassing. It's incriminating. And I wasn't feeling well that day. So I was like, let me like perk it up when I should have liked the content and everything was like sad. But I was like, you know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm dying. I'm just literally sick that day. So I just <laughs> I flipped it and it was a little too far. So that's what happens, you guys. That is what <laughs> happened. Um, so yeah, let's talk about stock photography. Uh, Adrian, you were mentioning, I googled yesterday how to say his name, so I didn't mess this up, but I probably still do. Simu Liu from Shang-Chi. I think we all heard about it uh, right when the movie was being released. He actually did some stock photography. I don't know if you remember... It was just some stock photography for a company, and he must have signed an in-perpetuity contract, and his face is on buses, textbooks. It is everywhere. And so, yeah, let me, let me tell you guys what stock photography is. Stock photography is basically um, photographers, that they either want to practice or they're going to go and take pictures and submit them on stock photography sites. That way, if any random company USA pay a couple bucks, and now they own that picture if that's what you um, signed away for with stock, uh, with stock photography. So your face that you may have gotten like 50 bucks or maybe you even did it as a freebie in exchange for photos, your face has now been sold to a massive textbook company and you're going to be in textbooks around the world. And because the photographer signed papers and you signed papers, um, they have the right to do so. So 
it, it goes along to what, what we were saying as well. Like your face could be the face of anything. Anybody can buy these. Yeah, anybody can buy these uh, photos. Like you could be the face of um, a dirty SD. Sorry, I was just thinking like an STD company and you had no idea. Anybody can buy these stock um, photos and you have no say because you shined your rights over in stock photography. So I have, yeah. I have a story, which I think is kind of funny. So there's a, there's a couple of conventions in the world, right? Where like they hire models to, to, to help the photographers mm-hmm. practice, right? So these are conventions. So as, so as an actor, you, fi- you find ways to supplement your income and things like that. I mean, conventions, brand ambassador work, whatever. I mean, don't like, like, let's all be serious. Like Ubering, mm-hmm. like we all have a side hustle of some kind, even if your main focus is acting, right? So I heard about this girl who, who did this for a convention. So at a convention, they don't, they didn't make us sign any kind of waivers at this convention because again, we're only there to assist with, with like the learning of whatever, like these classes and things like that are teaching. This dude that she met at this convention was in Mexico that she knew. He took a picture. She was a full cutout, like a full like cutout in a wedding dress for Mm. Nikon. Nikon cameras. And she was like, I took that picture at the convention. She ended up contacting her agent or someone ended up getting in touch with Nikon. It was like, I never signed a release for this. So they had to pay her or take the, the whole ad down in Mexico. So it's just crazy. Like how people's definition of stock photography is very different. Like I had someone who was like, oh, I'll give you free headshots if you do stock photography. And something in my brain was like, yeah, I want free headshots. Like I need free headshots. But I was like, I never, I never made the appointment with this person because something was just like, be careful. Cause I had another friend who was on the box of like a dye comp, like a, like, like a just for men, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like the, like the hair dye. And so his face is right there or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I did a stock thing for like a hundred bucks, like, you know, back in the day. And it's on, I mean, you look for just for men. Like he's, he's, he's oh, one of man. those guys, like guaranteed, like in the, you know, like the just blacker, you know, <laughs> like cocoa bean, midnight cocoa bean. Like he's definitely on the box. Um, and, and so that stuff gets you, but if you sign that contract, you've already written away your, your waiver. If you didn't, like, oh, girl with the wedding dress, you can actually try to track that down and get some money for it. So there's two wow. sides to I that mean, good story. thing she tracked it down because I feel like a lot of people are a little bit more passive and they're like, uh, well, it's there, whatever. I'd be like, uh-uh, no, that is like mine. But yeah, it's crazy because like, you know, now uh, Simu is like a huge star and he was in this massive, massive movie and you still see his face circulating on, you know, buses or whatever stock photography he did. I mean, Look, I, I have a, you guys know I have a blog, Always Acting Up uh, podcast and blog, which you can find on my website. But I go on there all the time on these stock photography websites and um, I, I get some free photos because um, you're usually allowed like a certain amount per month. And I can go and there's pictures of actors and models and all I have to do is click download and I have the legal right to do so because it was on the website. And I mean, that's it. I... I'm only going to use them for my blog and website, but you can use those photos for anything as long as you sign the release and agree to do so, which is insane. And a lot of times, like you were saying, Adrian, is that it sounds like a good idea because, yeah, I could totally use some new headshots and headshots are very expensive. So an opportunity for free headshots or maybe even 50 bucks sounds great. Um, 
But yeah, you know what else? Um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but a lot of times the pictures are like raw, unedited images because I have to go in and tweak them. So like you're not good shots, like the shots that you're like, oh God, please, I don't want anyone to see them. They will be up there because they also look for um, photos with all different kinds of expressions on them. Like I'm telling you, like <laughs> some of the photos I've seen, I'm like, I bet they don't even know this is up here. I really do. They probably they like fake in the, the before and afters for like these skincare companies and stuff like that. Those infomercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen them do that with the, the filter and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really crazy. I think it's something to think about and consider um, when you're seeing stock photography and to make sure to sign your papers. So like, what would you guys do? How would you avoid getting yourself into a situation where maybe like, I don't know, do you guys like sit there and skim through like everything on your contract or their keywords? Like, what do you think the best suggestion would be and solution? I think yeah. there's definitely keywords. Reading yeah. is crucial. The the keywords, keywords to look for, you know, to look for are, like you said, the terms, the usage, of course, the rate um, and those things like exclusive and perpetuity, how long this is going to be running. Um, I haven't done any stock photography but I have done print shoots and in my print shoot um, contract, it would be like, you know, a year or, you know, 18 months or whatever, but I have some stuff that's still on these websites right now. That's way beyond the contract, you know? Mm. Um, So then I can, you know, I can technically go back to my agent and be like, Hey, what were the terms? It said 18 months. Well, this is still sitting on their website as a new product and it's not. And you should, and you should, and I've done it. I, I, I had to do it recently um, for a product that we had did and that was only supposed to be this one commercial and it happened to be under a SAG contract. And so I guess the company had like, like, like the cloud. And so they had put our footage into the cloud for three commercials that they shot with us. And someone else at the company pulled our things. And so just took like these like half a second snippets, half, I mean, literally like, super quick like it, like you like you would watch this whole commercial and you would never even notice like you like hmm. it's because it's me like you always zoom into yourself right but i didn't notice the other two people that had like their commercials because like i said like we each did it was our point of view and like we did like a full commercial of us but they had all this all, all this kind of stock footage in the cloud and so someone else of the company not even at the location you know around the world or whatever they put all three of us in like couple different commercials. I had happened to notice it. I contacted my agent. The other actor happened to notice it. So then they put us together. Turns out they had put us in like three commercials. SAG had to send us checks. So we got an extra few thousand dollars because they, because they used it and they took them down. They were just like, Oh God, like we had signed union actors, but again, they thought it was fine and it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. So those are the kind of things like you need to have as an actor, you need to have a folder of your contracts. And a lot of times they won't give you the contract. Like you sign it, they didn't sign it. And like, you're handing it over, take a snapshot on your phone or there's, there's apps where you can like create a PDF, keep these things. Because if you ever see it three, four years down the line and you were like, I thought it was only for like a year. You can then go and be like, well, it's been up there for three, four years. It was only for 18 months. You owe me 18 months worth of pay. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be afraid to do this kind of stuff, especially if you're going through some kind of representation or something like that, because 
an agent can't keep track of all that stuff. That is where you need to come in and really make sure that you're protecting yourself and getting what you're, what, what you're, what you deserve. And it might be unintentional. It might be totally unintentional that like, oh yeah, we forgot to take this down, but you, but like you did it for a certain amount of time. Right. So make sure that you're getting yeah, that money. You actually brought up two, th- you, you mentioned something and it had two things that sparked in my mind. Um, you mentioned uh, getting your contracts. I have had so many situations here in Las Vegas where I have booked it through um, somebody else. It wasn't through me. Um, and I don't get contracts. They do not give me a contract. And I have asked for my contract. And like they're like, oh, it's fine because you're working through me and you've already signed a contract through me. And I'm like, okay, but you can be telling me X, Y, Z. Like I want to physically see it myself. And they just like it's almost like it's not clicking for them. I'm like, I want to see my contract. And so there's a couple jobs um, that, yeah, I've never seen a contract and it drives me absolutely insane. I feel like that's so weird. I don't know if that's like a, if you guys have experienced that, but I'm like, can I see a contract please? Like what the heck? You should be able to to reach out. They should be able to give you your contract. There shouldn't be any hesitation or, you know, of that. I don't actually have a lot of my contracts um, but I have all my terms and my emails. And so it, it basically, they take all the information from the contract and they lay it out and like, they leave all the other jargon out so that I can just focus on whether or not I want to do this project or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, they've been pretty good about it, but I can absolutely reach out to my agent and say, Hey, I want that con- like the actual physical contract for TV and film. You will get that contract no matter what. I don't care if you have a manager, agent, whoever, you're getting the contract on the day up and you're getting the contract before you even get there. Yeah. So that's totally different, but yeah. Uh, you know what else I wanted to mention, Adrian? Because you talked about stock photography. I was chatting with another photographer here in Las Vegas and he actually told me and it like blew my mind because I'd never really thought about it. There's a huge casino here that actually just uses stock photography for their um, for their promotions and campaigns. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like these are massive, massive casinos and companies. And every time, uh, you know, I'm walking in the halls of a casino and I'm around town, I look at the actors and I look at the ads all the time. I'm like, who is there? Who, which one of, who am I looking at? Which one of my friends can I find? And uh, that's what he told me. He goes, you know, they actually just use stock photography. And I was like, stop it wait, what? I had no idea because I was always like, who are these actors and models? Where are they coming from? Are they coming from LA? Are they local? And yeah, they're actually stock photography, which I thought was a really interesting thing that he told me here. Who would have known? Okay. So I wanted to ask you guys next. Um, The industry is crazy and it's hard. Uh, What motivates you to keep going during uh, crazy times? I'll leave that for Adrian to start. Yeah. it's it's you have to create your own projects like you do like you have to create your own stuff um you also have Hmm. to have to find self-care I mean you know I've been in this game for definitely over a decade and I'm definitely not where I want to be but um I keep on going because sometimes I've taken breaks like I've flat out and it's amazing sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll like take a break you're like I'm done I quit I'm not doing it anymore and then like a project comes in you're like okay I'll just do this last one and then like, I'll do another last one, you know? Um, but again, I mean, I've been, I've been doing this for over a decade. So for me, you know, it's, it's, but like looking at the full picture, you get burnt out. 
especially when you're auditioning and and right now you know where you're not in the room you go you don't get to feel the energy of of what you know did they like that did they not like that you know what i mean like ooh, that was awkward or whatever the case may be because some like those those energies necessarily aren't a good meter for how you did but at least you feel and at, at least you feel like you got something but with sending off these self-tapes you're sending off your self-tape with literally a hundred plus other self-tapes and you have no idea where in this list that you stand. You know, you don't know if you were sent off to, to, to production because they're only going to send off five or so to production. You know what I'm saying? 12 at the absolute most for consideration. So out of the hundred, were you on the 12 or were you just like, nope, there's 12 better ones or there's five better ones. You have no idea. Um, so that can really start mm -hmm. kind of hurting your heart <laughs> and you're just like, okay, but you know, the one thing that you do have to focus on and really do just try to find the positive is if that casting director calls you back. Like I've recently been called back three times for the same show That's by good. the same casting director. So I'm like, okay, hopefully one, hopefully this mm -hmm. is the year. Like, you know, I don't have to wait for season two. Like, you know what I mean? But again, so I just have to find that as a positive. Does it, does it make me feel amazing? No, because I'm a masochist. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's like, no, I mean, there is, that is a positive sign. And so you just have to focus on that. And as I said, self-care, exercise, hanging out with friends, having chats. Like that's why you and I, Kathleen, we talk mm -hmm. all the time. We're just like, did you see this? What's going on? Who did this? And then falling on the rabbit hole sometimes, you know what I mean? Which is not healthy, but at least it just lets you know, like you're staying in the action of what's going on. So I think there's a lot of different things and things work differently for, every, for everybody, but um, being okay with quitting, I would say self-care and find the little wins, like, you know, focusing on those little wins that sometimes you think, because like you'll tell your friend, you'll just be like, Ugh. I only mm -hmm. had two auditions this week. And they're just like, I had yeah. zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, I'm glad you said that too. about the burnout because I've experienced that. And this year has been dry as I don't know what, like outside of my Super Bowl commercial, I had such a crazy year last year. I booked 14, 15 projects back to back to back. <clears throat> so I was very busy. I had well over a hundred auditions, but this year I've had three. And that's mm -hmm. because I became union. <laughs> and then wow. I, I got rid of my manager too. And it, it gave me like a forced break, but I needed this time. And like today, I kind of like said to myself, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and continue breaking. If something comes, it comes. But I'm not going to go vetting out auditions myself because I still need this time to like recoup. And I don't want to quit acting um, at all. It's just I'm, I'm burnt out. You know, last year really whooped my tail really, really bad. And I would also say to like have things that you like outside of acting, like Adrian said, like friends having, you know, chats with people and doing things that isn't acting, mm -hmm. you know, so much we get, we get so riled up about like, oh, everything I do has to be, and I'm, I'm notorious for this. Like everything has to correlate with acting. And it's like, no, but who are you outside of that? Like, what do you like to do outside of, you know, acting? You know, I just had my first audition. And then, like you said, Adrian, like, oh, I'll do it if they send it to me. I just had my first audition <laughs> in four months last night. I was up till till five o'clock, six o'clock this morning. And that's why you see my my light back there, if you can see that. Yeah. Because I actually had an audition. I had taken my setup down and everything. I've been so burnt out. And so, like, with the forced break, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I really, this break, I needed it. So I'm, I'm going to still do stuff as it comes, but I'm not 
going to vet it out until probably later this year, until I get my head on straight the way I want it to be. You know, you have to take, do that self-care. And if that means stepping away from social media, if that, because you're always in comparison of your, your peers. Oh man, Adrian booked another TV show. I haven't even got one audition. Like you said, your friend said they didn't get zero and you had two in a week. That was me three, four in a week last year. And everybody was like, dang, I had one in months, you know? Mm. And that, that's me now it's, you know, the up and down of the industry, but yeah, you got to take a step back sometime. Even if it's a force break, don't let it eat you up, you know, and think that you're a failure or that you can never bounce back because you can. It's just a, it's just a moment in time and every actor goes through it and every actor sometimes needs to pull back. I think that's true. And then, and then to, and then to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, and I had kind of said, like, if, if, if the creative spirit is mm-hmm. still calling to you, then create your own content and don't feel like you can't you know, because we're like, I'm not a writer, then find another writer or just start jotting down some basic outlines. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, TikTok, like TikTok is such a quick, fast avenue of creating content. Do you know what I'm saying? So maybe turn this TikTok into a bigger thing and then kind of go down that thing, but don't be afraid to do that as well. If, if the creative juices are still, are still calling to you, but if they're not grab that, you know, <laughs> drink, go right. to the pool and just sit there. You know yeah. What I mean? Like Caslin said, both uh, fine. she mentioned earlier that I have a podcast. I do have a podcast and this Tell was us. in response to, it was in response to, you know, just people always in my DMs asking questions. How do you have confidence in this, that, and a third, but also it's giving me something to do while I'm taking this break. It's still in the creative realm. It's still requiring that I edit. It's still requiring that I talk to people and I'm talking about acting or just business in general, but it's still allowing me to create and do something with myself besides, you know, being my woe is me phase because I'm not working, you know? So yeah. What's the name of your podcast? Tell us about it. Like where, oh, where can we find yeah. it? What's the name of it? It's called Ben Dope Podcast or The Ben Dope Podcast. You can find it on every platform, including Riverside, um, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every every last one. I'm, I'm pretty much uh, linked up with all of them in the RSS feed. Um, and you can also catch it on YouTube and it would be Ben Dope Podcast and on Instagram, Ben Dope Podcast. And that's Ben as in like, I've been tired. I been, <laughs> B-E-E-N. <laughs> so it's B-E-E-N-D-O-P-E Podcast uh, on Instagram and all platforms. I'm going to link it in the comment section below. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, just check out in the comment section here on YouTube if you're watching on the video or if you are checking it out on any of the podcasting platforms where you'll be listening to Always Acting Up podcast. I I think I agree with both of you ladies. I think breaks are really important. I myself have tried quitting so many times. It just doesn't work for me. I always go back to it. And so that's why I've kind of just accepted at this point that I'm just going to take breaks here and there. I feel like the industry auditions, it comes, it goes, it's going to be around. And um, yeah, social media is really challenging sometimes because people are always posting those highlight reels and you're like, well, there's got to be something wrong with me. And you're like, no, it's just, it's just social media and our own minds playing games with us. Um, and I have one more question before we transition into our moment of positivity here. And I think this is really helpful for anyone who's listening they may be at the beginning of their career or maybe, you know, in their career and you take a step back to think, but what is something that you know now that you wish you would have known maybe five years ago? 
It's a good question. I know. Well, for me, for me, it's, it's the usage and the imperpetuity. That's for me. I would say that. Um, and even five years ago when things were, well, I guess, as I said, I, I've been doing this for longer than that, but I would say to any new actor, just, just be aware of it. Doesn't mean it's going to stop you from doing it. Just be aware mm-hmm. of what you're doing and actually read the contract or actually read the release, I should say. Um, and, and being okay to like, you know, to say no, um, hopefully you're saying no to the project Ooh. being presented to you and not on set. Cause then for me, like that's when my anxiety kicks in. <laughs> you're just mm. like, Ooh, I don't want to sign this contract um, or this, or this release. But I would, I, I would say just, just be aware of it. Does it, it doesn't, I, I would never say do it or don't do it, but just be aware that if you are going to do something that is in perpetuity or is stock photography, you may see yourself 10 years down the line. <laughs> um still doing this thing that you got paid 150 bucks for i think for me it has nothing to do with the contracts from five years ago for me i think for me i would have said you know take the leap sooner when Mm. i was planning to come to la i would have said to my my five year ago self go ahead and go now don't wait just go now like what are you waiting for because as soon as you get there, you're going to be broke anyway. So just don't go ahead and just do it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. something about LA, you can come out here with $15,000 and be broke in a month. But do it away, you know, do it anyway right now and don't hesitate. Um, that's what I would say um, to myself. And as it pertains to contracts and everything, um, I don't, I don't really, you know, I would probably say don't do the in perpetuity. If I had known about in perpetuity, I would probably say don't do that for sure. Yeah. If I had known what I know now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mine would just be read the contract in general. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are at the end of our podcast here. Um, we are at the moment of positivity. And I like to give my guests the honors of sharing uh, maybe one of their favorite quotes or uh, something that I guess I kind of already asked you, but maybe something that really motivates you to keep going during. Um... Oh, there you are, Adrian. You left for a second. There you are. Um, yeah. So if you guys have a favorite quote or something that has kept you motivated, um, I would be honored if you have something to share. My favorite quote is um, to whom much is given, much is required. And that keeps me in check as far as like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. You know, cause I understand that the, the path and the shoes that I'm walking in, I have other people watching me. And so I I need to keep myself in check to always be of service and always to, to understand that I have responsibility. I have responsibility in what we do. You know, I'm not famous yet, but even with whatever I'm doing, people are looking to me to be some, some kind of example. And so I understand that based off of that quote, just alone, it's like to whom much, like I've had the opportunity, I've had so many blessings, so many great things happen. I have to be a, a great um, role model in some many, in many ways, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's my social responsibility. I, I feel that also. I used to teach kids and that kind of changed my perspective a lot of a lot of different things because they literally watch everything you do. And I was like, you know what? I'm not a family member to them, uh, but I am a role, a role model of some sort. And I would be absolutely devastated if one of these kids that I were teaching maybe went down a wrong path because of something I did or something I said. So I was like, no, I, 
I got to be better than this. And I got to, that's one of the biggest reasons for my podcast is I need to be sharing the informations of the good and the bad that I learned along the way, because I feel like we were talking before the podcast. I feel like I didn't have access to the information that's available now. And had I did, um, I'm a person who researches a lot and I want to make sure that I'm always, you know, making the best decisions possible. Um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't available when I started. And so, yeah, that is my biggest goal with this podcast. So I completely agree with that. All right. Um, now, Adrian, do you have a moment of positivity that you would like to share with us? Yes. Um, something that I found within the, like, the recent year, if not like a little bit more is I am enough. Um, I think it's just mm. super important because, um, when I first moved to LA, my big thing was like trying to be like what I saw on television, um, thinking I could be the hot girl. I could be, you know, cute and things like that. And I never really accepted myself for who I was. Um, I've always been kind of quirky and kind of weird and kind of awkward and just, and just accepting it. And then also finding out better, you know, who I am. Like I always struggled with that. And so this is me. No one else can portray this character the way that I am portraying it. Nobody. I can do it similar to someone else, but they can't do it exactly the way that I'm going to do it. So I am enough. If this is not what you want, I have to accept that and just be like, okay, this is not, you didn't want this flavor of chocolate today. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. You didn't want Rocky Road. You know, you just wanted plain old chocolate. That's okay. Like you wanted a little bit more things like that. And that's okay. And so um, I just, just realize you are enough who you are the way you are, the way you look, the way you walk, talk, dance, you know, all that stuff. You are enough. Yeah. I wish I would have known that earlier in my years as well. That's really great. Uh, Sometimes it's not just you. It's it's everything else around you that that's the reason why you're not being selected. It's not you. It's everything else. Um, Well, I love that. And I appreciate you guys sharing all of your information with us. How can we follow, Crystal, how can we follow you on social media if we want to stay in contact with you and check out all of your stuff? All right. You can find me on Instagram. That's my playground. It's Crystal Gicks underscore. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-G-I as an igloo and X as an X-ray and underscore. X-ray. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Adrian, how can we how can we stay in touch and follow you? Um, it is Adrian McLean um, on Instagram as well. I've got my LinkedIn there, so you can see um, all the different things I've been doing and my web series and all of that good stuff um, on Instagram. So Adrian A D R I A N E underscore M C L E A N. I will definitely be posting both of those in the comments below so you guys can make sure to actually follow those and uh, stay in touch and stay up to date. Is there anything else? You guys have been super amazing with sharing your knowledge and insight and stories and successes. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we head out for this episode? Thank you for having me. This has been therapeutic, to be honest. It is. Sometimes it's just nice <laughs> to talk about like things that go on and successes and collaborate and get ideas and inspiration. So yeah, I mean, that's a big reason why I like this podcast as well. Yes. Thank you so much for having us and having this conversation. I hope it helps someone out there. I, I think it would. I think it's a really informative um, conversation topics in perpetuity, guys. Really pay attention, uh, do your research and ask for those contracts. Well, 
everyone. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Always Acting Up Podcast, which you can find on all podcasting platforms and the video here on YouTube. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. And if you're feeling really fancy today, go ahead and leave a comment because those are really nice. Yeah, I think that's it. You guys, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. There it goes.